Hello, People's Church. Praise God. Thank you for being in the house of God the last Sunday of the year. Are you ready to finish strong for Jesus? Amen. I'm ready to finish strong for Jesus. I, I want to just uh, let you know about two and a half years ago, my, my wife and I moved to the area and we have just so loved being a part of uh, People's Church and being a part of this family. Some of you may have seen us setting out there a few times. Um, schedule only allows us four or five times a year, but we love being a part of the family and we're not voting on it. We're just in. All right. Thank you for accepting us. We really, really appreciate it. I hope you had a great uh, Christmas time, uh, Christmas season. If you didn't, I'm glad it's over for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But I, I do hope that you got to spend time with family. Just a great, great uh, time. Today, we're going to be finishing up our series, Tis the Season. Tis the Season. And um, I, I want you to know that as I was preparing this message, I, this is for me. I'm going to be preaching to me to come on. How many know the preacher needs it every once in a while? <laughs> Amen. Every once in a while. I'm going to tell you, as I was just preparing this and just uh, putting together what God was putting on my heart for you, I, I just, you know what? I, I just want to set us up to win in 2020. I, I hope you're in that frame of mind. I hope you are ready to move forward. I, I don't know what happened to you in 2019, but I declare victories in 2020 in Jesus' name. We want to set you up to win. And the way we, we're going to do that is we're, we're going to learn today what is important to focus on. I'm going to tell you, I, as preparing for this, I, I really determined if I stay focused on God and his word, everything's going to be okay. If I just stay focused, you know, the enemy going to try to distract us, but we're going to stay focused on God and his word. That's what we want to share with you today. I, I know this is a very exciting time for people's church. And if this is your first time to be a part of this, I want you to know this is exciting for us. Always at people's church, when we're transitioning from one year to the next, we always start the year with a season of prayer and fasting focusing on God. And I love this. So I want to announce to you and keep before you that we're going to be moving toward our time of prayer and fasting. And on January 12 through January 25, we're going to be having prayer services from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Monday through Friday at all campuses. So I want you to come and be a part of this time of focusing. Also, I want to let you know that on Saturday, January 18, and Saturday, January 25, we're going to gather together again at all campuses at 9 a.m. for a prayer and worship service. I've attended these, and these are powerful. Can I just challenge you? Can I just invite you? Let's start the year strong, letting the devil know where our focus is going to be in 2020. We're not just going to survive. We're going to thrive in the name of Jesus moving forward in this coming year. Today, I want to share a message I'm going to call instrument rated. Now, that is an aviation term, and so I'm going to need a few minutes to kind of set that up, to kind of explain to you what that is. Tell your neighbor real quick, give that preacher five minutes. Would you go ahead? Come on. Give that preacher five minutes. Now, you understand I'm not preaching five minutes. I just need five minutes to say, oh, I lost friends now. I lost, I lost friends. We just want to say, I want to begin by sharing a short verse in John chapter 1. 
and verse number one. It may be familiar to you, but let's look at John 1, verse 1. The Word of God says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Can I read that? I want to read that again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, I want to make sure we're we're thinking alike today, friends. The Scripture said the Word was with God, and the Word was God then does it make sense to you and I that we can't focus on one without focusing on the other? If we're focusing on God, we're focusing on his word. If we're focusing on God's word, then we're focusing on God. In the beginning, the word was with God and the word was God. Instrument rated is an aviation term. Give me just a moment. Now, I'm not an airline pilot and everything I'm about to share with you is stuff I've studied or I even interviewed a few airline pilots about the term instrument rated. I'm going to stop by reading to you just a very short, I promise I'm not going to bore you, but it's just very short, but it's going to set the stage for where we need to go today. This conversation happened between an airline pilot and the tower at the airport in Oakland, California. Please bear with me. These terms I don't understand. Again, I'm not an airline pilot, but here's how it went down. The pilot says, this is Cessna 47831 calling Oakland Center. Can you read me? The tower responded, I read you 47831. Go ahead. The pilot said, I need to declare an emergency. I've hit a fog bank. It's bigger than I thought and I'm lost. The tower said, are you instrument rated? To which the pilot immediately responded, no, I'm not. In a bit of a panic, the tower comes back. Squawk 7700, okay, I have you on my radar. I'm gonna give you some turns that are gonna bring you back into the traffic pattern and safely to the airport. Turn right, heading 240, good. Turn left, heading 180. Good. Turn right, heading 255. And with those words, ladies and gentlemen, the pilot interrupted in a panic and said, I believe I'm in a spin. I believe I'm going down. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, those were the last words spoken by that pilot. His aircraft did crash that day and he perished. In that short story that I just read to you, I want you to notice the first question that the tower asked the pilot whenever they realized he was in trouble was, are you instrument rated? Are you? And when the pilot responded, no, it became of the utmost urgency. Now, let me explain. Please give me just a minute. There are, friends, literally hundreds of thousands of pilots in the world that know how to take off, fly, maneuver, and land an aircraft. And you know how they do it? They do it by getting up in the air and they'll find landmarks on the ground. Maybe it's a mountain range or riverbed or or a highway and they'll get up and they're flying along and they mark these landmarks 
and know that if I follow those landmarks, it's going to take me to my destination. And they can do that. They get up and, man, they're flying along and as long as they can see the landmarks. But how many might realize those pilots are going to be in trouble if a storm ever socks them in? If it ever gets cloudy around them where they can't see the landmarks anymore, they're going to be in trouble. And it's told to me that something happens when this happens. And this is not just a condition that is reserved for aviation people. I know people that have suffered from this condition. That condition is called vertigo. If you aren't familiar with vertigo, here's what Webster says about vertigo. And I quote, it's a sensation of dizziness in which an individual feels they or their surroundings are whirling. Again, bear with me just a few more minutes. So if you're up, you're flying, you can't see, all of a sudden it feels like everything's whirling around you. Would it be safe to say we're going to lose our direction? Because we dizzy, everything's whirling, we're going to be dizzy. Just one more minute, please. Have I said that 15 times yet? There's another group of airline pilots. And these pilots don't fly according to what they see. These pilots have literally put in hundreds of hours in simulated storm conditions learning how to fly by the instrument panel that is in front of them instead of what they see. They've trained themselves. They've disciplined themselves. Hours and hours of learning how to read those instruments. So they're not up there flying around looking for the landmarks. All they're doing is they're focused on the instruments, trusting them to get them where they want them to go. Keep smiling, both of you that are. <laughs> so I know a lot of Christ followers. They do okay as long as the sun is shining and everything's going their way. Y'all quit smiling. Huh? As long as everything's smooth, we good. But if a storm socks them in, they lose their sense of direction. It breaks my heart. You know people like that, and I know people like that. They've lost their spiritual direction. They've, they've lost their sense of direction in their spiritual journey. We know people like that. And unfortunately, sometimes when a storm comes somebody's way, unfortunately, it, it drives them away from church and away from God and away from His Word and away from prayer. Can I just call on us for 2020 as the family of God here at People's Church? Can we just go ahead and say, I'm going to determine as I go into 2020, I don't know what's going to come my way. I don't know what's going to go on around me, but I do know this. My instruments can carry me through every single storm that the enemy is going to bring my way. I don't know. You know, I love Pastor Herbert's series. He's starting next week. Not today, Satan. 
Here's the reality. You and I face some troubles and trials in 2019. And the reality is we're probably going to face some in 2020. But I want to know who believes in the house today that our instruments can take us through. Come on, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So can my challenge to you today is put in the time, get in the Word, get in the prayer closet, be faithful to church, and put in your time and say, okay, it doesn't matter how dark the clouds are around me. It doesn't matter how bright the lightning is around. It doesn't matter how loud the thunder is around me. I got my eyes on the instruments and I'm going somewhere with God and these instruments are gonna take me through in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sorry, just a minute. Spit all over my notes. I got excited. Huh? Come on, our instruments... If we trust God and we trust his word. That's my declaration over us today. I declare no storm is going to cause us to crash in Jesus' name. Whatever comes our way, it will not work in Jesus' name. Do you know a regular licensed pilot, not instrument rated, it's actually against the law for them to fly into a storm. So you know what, if they get up and they on a path and they fly in and they see a storm up there, they can't go through it. You know what they do? They got to go around it. They got to get a different path. They got to get over here. They got to go around it. Oh, there's a storm right there. Got to find me a different path. Oh, okay. That, oh, man, there's a storm. Okay. No, I'm right here. No, there's a storm. No, over here. Hope y'all getting this. I'm getting tired up here today. Huh? You see what happens? They're not instrument rated. You see what they got to do? They got to keep dodging storms. When they had a path, they had the quickest way to get there. But storms caused them to go. I want to just get instrument rated and go right the storm because I trust these instruments. I trust the God that I serve. I believe he's going to be with me even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I trust him and I know that if the storm is raging all around me, he is still going to carry me through in Jesus' name. It's going to work. Can I challenge you? Let's get prepared before the storm. Even You might be going, Lynn, I'm not even going through a storm. It's bright sunshine for me. Be ready. It's going to happen. You know why? Because in 2019, the devil was going about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. And do you know what? In 2020, the devil's going to go about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. But my instruments tell me I'm going to live victorious over that in Jesus. So I'm going to get ready. This final Sunday of the year, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to be ready for anything the enemy has planned for me. Bring it on, devil. It's all going to be good. So I'm going to prepare before. Makes me smile. Did you ever have a test in school? And you didn't study? But you prayed for God to help you? Don't look around. Look up here. I was a youth pastor, student pastor for four years. My students used to come in, Lynn, pray for me. I got a test tomorrow. I said, well, did you study? No. 
Well, no, you're not ready. (laughs) And you might even walk in the classroom there and everybody be gone, including the teacher. And the answers to that test is laid out on her desk. And you say, thank you, Lord, Jeremiah 33, 3. You've shown me great and mighty things that I knew not of. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, that's not God. God didn't do that. Get prepared before it comes. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be prayed up. I'm going to be studied up. I'm going to be, I'm preaching better than y'all are amen in right now, huh? Come on, I'm ready for 2020. God's got big plans for me. God's got me on a path. He's taken me somewhere and I'm gonna get there according to the instruments that are in the word of God. God is gonna take me there. Several years ago, I was living in Nashville, Tennessee and I was speaking at a church in Tulsa, Oklahoma at that time. And so it was March, kind of a lot of storms and we took off from the Nashville airport and we're taking off, we're maybe 20 minutes in the air. But here's what I've discovered as an individual that flies a lot. It must be illegal to fly in a straight line. Because they don't ever do it. So I'm leaving Nashville. I'm going to Tulsa through Dallas. Everything's through Dallas. You want to go to heaven? Through Dallas. <laughs> Everything's through Got to go through da- <laughs> So we took off and we're on our way to Dallas, which makes perfect sense. So we're, we're maybe 20 minutes in the air. True story. All of a sudden, there's a loud pop on our plane and the plane started rocking a little bit. Got real hot inside the cabin. People are screaming. Well, I fly so much, I've kind of learned something. I learned that when something may be going a little off on the plane, I look at the flight attendants. If they're okay, I'm okay. If they're freaking out, I'm screaming like a girl. (laughs) Well, they they were good. So I just thought, they're okay. Well, I'm on the two side of the airplane and there's a woman that I do not know sitting at the window and I'm sitting on the aisle. And we've both been reading, you know, and so all of a sudden when this plane pop and it just starts rocking, she reaches over, grabs my arm and starts digging her fingernails into my arm. Did anybody but me ever want to slap somebody in the name of Jesus? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, of course. I'm like, whoa. So you know what? Everything kind of settled down, kind of calmed down just a minute. It was was all good. We thought, about 10 minutes later, same thing. Pop, boom, plane rocking. Now it's getting real hot. Flight attendants are still good. I'm still good, except my arm's bleeding now. (laughs) So I'm looking around. I don't know what's going on. Everybody's kind of worried. So this lady says to me, is it warm in here? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, especially at my feet. She said, is this plane on fire? I said, I don't know. (laughs) What are we going to do? Just a few minutes later, the pilot comes over and says, make an announcement. First words were, I guess everybody noticed there was a loud pop. We 30,000 feet in the air, dude. We noticed. 
and followed it up with these words. It's really no problem. Everything's okay. We've only been hit by lightning. Can we just slide this in the category of what not to say? (laughs) To your passenger, 30,000 feet in the air. So everybody's kind of looking around. But the announcement continues. It's really okay, everybody. I want everybody to know we're going to make it to Dallas. We're going to make it fine. And then they informed us the lightning hit the nose of the aircraft. And all of the front windows were charred. Y'all handled that better than we did. (laughs) What? Obviously, I'm here. We made it to Dallas and to Tulsa. I got to thinking when I'm preparing this word today. You know what I got to thinking? The windows are charred. The good news is, if you're going to be an airline pilot in the United States of America, you have to be instrument rated. And those pilots didn't need to see. Okay, I'll preach since you're begging me. Huh? They didn't need to see. Their instruments got it under control. I'm going to be all right. I put in my time. I know who I trust. I know who I believe in. I know him. So I, I don't need to look outside. Isn't that funny? I don't know if you've ever been on a plane and something kind of rocks a little bit. You ever notice what everybody does? They look out the window. Like, we're going to be able to do something. We can't do nothing. But I learned about those pilots. They were calm. Is everything right? Because those instruments were going to take us to Dallas, Texas, whether we wanted to go or not. They're going to take us. And they did. We don't need to see. I pray, Lord, help Lynn Wheeler. Get to that place. No matter how strong the storm raging in my life, no matter how much confusion the devil bring into me, no no matter how much happens to me that I don't understand, that I know, that I know, that I know. If I just keep watching those instruments, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to come through it. Everything going to be all right. I trust God in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. I trust my instruments today. I trust them. I want to give you very quickly three things we're instrument rated for, okay? Three things. Number one, everybody shout, here we go. We're instrument rated to overcome temptation. You can do it. You can overcome temptation. Look at what our instruments say in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has taken you except what is common to man. But God is faithful. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Listen to the instruments, folks. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. There's a way of escape. Is temptation real? Does it happen to us every day? Don't look at me holy right now, folks. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. But is there a way of escape? My instruments just told me there's a way of escape. Now, when a pilot wants to go instrument rated, one of the very first trainings that they have to do is called under the hood training. 
okay? So they put on a hood, and this is not a modern day one. This is actually old. But they go in this simulator, and they're about to experience simulated storm conditions. But they go on with a hood, under the hood training. So when you go in on with the hood, you can see how my vision here is blocked. You can see, like right now, I can see right down the middle aisle and only three people in. That's all. So what's this doing for me? This is blocking out any distractions that are on my right or on my left. It's blocking them out. Why do we need this? Because reality is, friends, by nature, you and I were all undisciplined. I didn't expect amens. <laughs> by, by nature, we are. By, we have to work at it. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to start a diet for the 400th time. <laughs> it's a flesh battle. Those of you that work out and you go to a gym, maybe you're faithful with that. You didn't start out loving it. Oh, I can't wait to get up at 6 a.m. You didn't do it. You had to discipline yourself to do So by nature, we all are, we need help in the beginning. Amen. Don't leave me here like the Lone Ranger, huh? I feel like Tonto's even gone here, huh? Yeah. No, we, we all need help. So what do we do? We're going to start the process. We're going under the hood. Because I want to get disciplined. Whenever I hear that thunder loud, I don't want my first reaction to be looking at it. I want my first reaction to be looking at the Word of God. I want my first reaction to be looking at God Himself. Because So we're going under the hood. See that temptation? We have a way of escape. Number two, you're instrument rated to win the battle in your mind. You're going to win the battle in your mind. And I tell you, friends, some of the toughest battles that you and I fight are right here between our ears. It's hard. It's tough. And I want you to know I've never prayed some, with so many people in my ministry as I have in 2019 that are struggling right here. There's a lot of fear, a lot of torment, worry, and depression. There's just a whole, I prayed for so many children that are tormented, nightmares, waking them up at night. That's not the will of God, ladies and gentlemen, so much right here. So Paul gives us a great indication of how we should think. Let's look back to the instruments. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8 says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. This is the place our mind is supposed to be focused. I want to take you now to the prophet Isaiah chapter, excuse me, chapter 61, verses 1 through 3. I really want to get to verse 3, but verses 1 and 2 are so good. Let's look at them all. Isaiah 61, 1, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Listen, if you're here today and your heart's broken, this is your year to get it bound up. I speak healing to broken hearts in this place in Jesus' name. This is, this is it. This is it. 
to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prison, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Come on, 2020, the favor of God upon us, upon us, the favor of God and the day of vengeance of our Lord God to comfort all who mourn. Verse three is where I wanted to get and provide those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Maybe that despair's got your mind heavy, your spirit is heavy. Do you know in the Hebrew what that phrase actually means? And I'm quoting, to put out the fire and grow dull. Do you understand that's what the enemy wants for your life? He wants the fire put out that's burning inside of you. He wants your spiritual senses to grow dull. But you know what I'm calling for today? Can I, people's church? Let's change garments, amen. Maybe we left 2019 with a spirit of despair and everything's heavy, but I'm gonna take that garment off and I'm gonna put on a garment of praise today. I'm gonna praise him right there in this valley. I'm gonna praise him right there in this storm. Whatever. I'm going through, I'm going to trust him to bring me out of it in Jesus' name. Number three, final point. Thanks for not clapping for that. I appreciate that. I'm instrument rated in spite of my past. Praise God. I don't know if that resonates with you like it does me, but I thank God that he's not looking at my past. Look at what our instruments say in Romans 8, verse number 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And see, the enemy wants you looking backwards. He wants you focused backwards. But my instruments tell me there's no condemnation in that. I've been saved and set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. There's no condemnation. My instruments tell me. It's you see, if we're going to move ahead in 2020, here's what I believe. Our past cannot have a future and our future cannot have a past. You see, there's a very good reason, friends, why the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror. Because where you're going is more important than where you've been. Where you're going is more important than where you've been. It would be the plan of the enemy to keep you looking up and keep you looking behind you. But you're instrument rated to get free of that. There's no condemnation in Jesus' name. I hear what the enemy's saying. I know what he's up to, but my eyes are on God and his word. Going into 2020, a victorious child of God. Father, thank you for the promises that are yes and amen in your word. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us. Thank you that we're gonna leave this place instrument rated, focused on you and your word today in Jesus' name.